Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. We are back. Welcome once again to Love, Marriage, and, and Everything, everything in, in Between. Haha. <laughs> so look, we are in my domain, guys. This is right. this is where I thrive. We're actually coming live for the first time. We won't do it all the time, but we just wanted to um, have an opportunity to. Um, are your notifications down? No. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So we we got a couple of platforms going on. No, I think they are down. This is so. Yeah, so. Um, Sorry, guys. That's all right. So we um, wanted to come on live. We think this topic is great. So we wanted to be sure we thought it would be more beneficial for us to do it live. And that way you can go back and listen to it. We are inviting couples on to come and view and watch with us. Um, And so. So we'll be good. We'll be, uh, we're going to be on, like you said, we're going to try to do these lives every once in a while, you know, just to keep it fresh and keep, you know, do some different things. And, and especially depending on the topic, that way we can have real time interaction and real time comments. So, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to, you know, so jump on, you know, hopefully you're getting these, these alerts and communications that we are live. So you you guys can jump on with us and uh, we can have some interaction. But either way, we're going to talk uh, and we're going to you know go through the discussion regardless. And today we're also going live on our Instagram page. So we're just doing everything. We have the podcast going. Mm-hmm. We got Instagram going. We have Facebook going. We're just trying to do it all and uh, and having fun and having fun it. while doing it. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> today we're going to talk about a topic that is. I think so important in relationships because, uh, you know, we all have our times where we disagree, you know, depending, you know, no matter what the situation is or the subject. So we're going to talk about fighting fair today. And that is very important to fight fair. So honey, uh, what do you think when we say fighting fair, what, what goes to your mind? For me, at the end of the day, one of the first things that we, couples need to always realize and always acknowledge and establish is who the real enemy is. The real enemy is never your spouse. Um, There's an adversary who fights against, um, you know, the two of you fights against your covenant because your covenant is a testimony and an example of how Christ and how uh, God loves the church. So there is an enemy that both of you share. And so you have to be willing to um, uh, keep that at the forefront, no matter what is going on, keep that at the forefront so that you won't get it confused and begin fighting each other instead of both of you coming together to really identify the real uh, enemy. Right. What you think, babe? No, that's true. That's true. You know, you have to identify the, um, the real enemy and we're going to, Pause just for a little bit on the Instagram because our live Facebook feed stopped. So I have to start that again. Give me a second. 
So even on the podcast, while um, Kenny is hooking that up, you know, we're hoping that, again, that the couples are listening to these um, episodes together. Or if you can't listen to them together, maybe your schedules just don't mesh. At least both of you get a chance to listen so that you can dialogue and communicate. That's one of the biggest things about um, failing marriage is the lack of communication or ineffective communication skills. So we are hoping that these topics spark dialogue, gives you something else to talk about when you go out to dinner, um, you know, to to help build and strengthen, strengthen your relationship. So, um, you know, we encourage you to invest. This is a, a free investment. Yes, it is. <laughs> As a matter of I'm fact, about that. it's a free investment. Hi, guys. We're back, we're back on Facebook. <laughs> and we love free. We do we love, love free. free. Let so, me tell you. Um, you want to really be sure that um, you are taking care uh, to invest in um, classes, training, um, uh What's the word I want to say when you go away? Um, um, retreats. Retreats, yeah. Yeah, things like seminars. that. Seminars. Yeah. Like I that. like saying seminars. Seminars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so you were, you were saying, babe, you were talking before you had to. Did you lose your train of thought? I did. Okay, that's all right. That's why mm-hmm. we're together. I got his back. So we were talking about, first of all, establishing who the enemy is, who the true enemy is, and holding that as the... Uh, uh, the key to when you're having disagreements. I, I, I'm a little leery of, of people who say, Oh, we never argue or we never have disagreements. I'm like, somebody is not telling the truth. Right. You know, somebody is living a hostage life or something. Somebody's <laughs> not, <laughs> somebody doesn't feel safe enough to share their thoughts. Um, you know, you don't want to marry yourself. You don't want to marry a clone. You want to marry someone who stretches you, someone who sees things differently than you, someone mm-hmm. who's going to challenge you, someone who's going to, you know, help you to grow. And and growth is not easy all the time. Sometimes right. growth is hard. Growth right. hurts a little bit. It's painful, you know. And so that is, you know, the purpose of your spouse. So, you know, it's better to hear, be able to hear someone else's opinion about something and even if you don't agree being able to work through it and then figure out where you're going to settle on it at the end of the day but at least you've had an opportunity to look at different um angles and options and and then uh, make a wise decision wiser than if you you were your only consultant um it's a dangerous thing to be your only consultant your only guide your only confidant Mm -hmm. you you know and so your spouse really should be your go-to person um, it's, it's good to have, you know, some others on the outside, as long as they are giving you godly, uh, counsel and wisdom and advice that lines up with the word of God and seeks to edify and build up your marriage. If you have someone on the outside who is seeking to tear your marriage down, destroy your marriage, break down your marriage, they got to go exit stage left. Yes, they do. That is not of God. Amen. So, but your spouse needs to be your confidant and the person who you can go to and feel safe with going to them about um, ideas, struggles, issues, um, concerns, and um, and understand that they're going to they're gonna cherish you and help you and tell you the truth in a loving way. Right? Right. Okay. Right. You want to be careful of... 
you know, overall, just who you get advice from, period, and who you talk to about your your marriage. Because at the end of the day, one of my favorite scenes, um, you you definitely don't want to get advice from someone who uh, their relationship is uh, not going well. They just got out of one or they continue to have multiple bad relationships. Uh, that person... Well, they may have some experience, mm-hmm. but yeah, you don't want you don't want that person to be trying to talk to you about, you know, things you're going through because they can't stand one for some reason, and the common denominator is them. So, uh, they, you got to be careful about that. So, fighting fair. To me, when I think about fighting fair, I think about one of the first things that come to mind is talking about the subject at hand. You know, whatever the issue is mm. you we're dealing with, let's just stay, you know, with that. That's the first thing I always think about when I say fighting fair. You know, we don't want to um, always, you know, wait and hold stuff in our pockets, you know, about, you know, and I'm guilty of it. I, I, I could be honest. That's what we're here for. Uh, guilty of holding some stuff or um, you may let some things slide, you know, or you may not. Uh, address certain things, but that's that's on you. You can't now, when you have a, a, a open window, now try to bring things up that don't have any, anything to do with what the current issue is. You know, we're talking about, um, I don't know, I can give you a, a very easy example. We're talking about not um, me not cleaning the kitchen. You know, something like that. You said you're going to clean the kitchen. I, oh, I said I was going to clean the kitchen and I did not do it. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about that and I want to bring up, you know, well, you know, it ain't like you, you know, you take the laundry down. You don't do it when you say you're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they don't have anything to do with the kitchen, you know, and me not doing the kitchen. So, you good. know, so that's, that's, that's how what I think about. That's so good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Staying on task and, yeah, you know, don't hold things in your pocket waiting to pull them out as a, as a trump card. Right. Um, a one up. You know, to save it for um, ammunition. Right. Um, it's not beneficial. It's not beneficial and it's not fighting fair. Nope. Let's deal with what we have to deal with now. And one of the things that I, I say um, is it, don't tell me about something you think I always I do, too. You know, but you never say anything until mm-hmm. I've said something. Right. And then is, oh, well, you do it too. Okay. Well, you have to tell me if I, when I do it so we can deal with it. Right. Because it's just natural that it's hard for you to always see yourself. So there's, that's the, that's the bonus of having a partner who can see you and, and say, Hey, babe, um, I, this, I want to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. And, they be able to talk to you about it, but if they don't say anything. And then when you say something, now is the time to, to, to now, instead of dealing with this issue, I want to turn a spotlight on you and say, um, and say, well, you do that, you know? So we got a question. Hey, Danielle, glad, hey. so glad you're on. Let's see. Let's see. Hey, oh, hey, bro. hey, Derek, I see you on Instagram. How you doing, my man? Oh, God bless you. God yeah. bless you. All right. Now so let's see. It says, okay, I'm so guilty of that. But do how do you move on from that if someone is stubborn? That is a good question. Great Very question. good question. Very yeah. good question. And so that will lead us into our next um, part about fighting fair. You need to know each other's personality. Right. 
you know, uh, for the most part, when I counsel people, um, you know, and, and counsel marriages and, and understand personalities, most of the time women like to kind of hash it out right then. Um, men kind of like, look, I'm going to say as least as possible. And then can we move on as quick as possible? Right. You know, but women are like, no, I want all the details. I need to know now. And I want to make sure we good. Um, I don't care if it's three in the morning. Stay up. We're going to work through this. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you need to understand, number one, your partner. How does your partner handle conflict? Um, how do they process things? Um, I found with my husband over the years of 21 years of marriage is that my husband normally it'll take him a couple of days and then we can really have the real conversation. Right. We can really have the real conversation. At first, he is like got the wall up. He's like, Mm-mm, no. And so I'll say enough for him to chew on it, you know, and, you know, I'll probably say too much because I got I want to say what I want to say. OK, but. I can pretty much rest assured that probably about two days later, we can really have a real conversation about it. Um, and he can share why that is, but all I know is that's how he's built. So for you, Danielle, if you say someone is stubborn, it may just be that they process slowly. They may be dealing with some things that they have not really been delivered from. Um, I mean, we're going to keep it real. Sometimes we operate in pride. We don't, yeah. it's hard to hear things about yourself. Yes, it it is, is hard to hear, you know, things that will, uh, uh, that don't put you in the best light. Yeah. And so, uh, human nature may say retreat and run, you know, but as you mature, it should not always be that way. Mm -hmm. So, and, and these are things that you can have real conversations about, um, Okay, so you say, I like to be left alone, but he likes to talk about it right then, but I don't be ready. You guys need to understand that. Just because you don't want to talk right then doesn't make you wrong. Just because he wants to hash it all out right then doesn't make him wrong. You guys have to come to an agreement and awareness. And this is one thing that uh, we've learned. If you have that kind of dynamic, if, if the person, if you want to, Danielle, if you say, I don't want to talk about it right now, first of all, you have to evaluate why you like that. If that's just your safe place and, you know, um, and that's just how you're used to handling things, but it's not beneficial, sis, I would say you got to deal with that. Okay. Um, you really got to be real with yourself and you've got to deal with that. Um, secondly, I would say, discuss that with your spouse and say, okay, give me a day, you know, give me a day. I've heard what you had to say. Give me a day. And then we'll talk about it tomorrow. You can't leave someone hanging forever. You, you, you can get some time, but you can't have forever. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? You just can't have forever. It does. And what I do is it, it I'm an old computer. That's how I look at it. <laughs> I process stuff just slow. I just I do because I want to make sure that when we have the conversation that mm -hmm. everything is said. So. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think of stuff at this right then and that moment. We can have that. If we talk right then and there, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say everything because I just don't think of everything. It takes me a day or two to get all of my thoughts together. Then I can come back and we can have everything out there. Right. I don't want to have two conversations because once it's over with, it's over with. I don't want to, you know, I just deal with it. I'll compromise and just say, well, it is what it is and just not say everything else. And then I'll, then I'll fight unfair. And the next time we have a, a disagreement, I'll bring all the stuff back up. That I didn't say <laughs> the first time, but uh, no, honestly, um, that's just me. 
but you, uh, I try not to wait too long. And uh, you also don't want to act like, act like there's like nothing happened either. So if you're going to wait a day or two, you have to also be sensitive enough to your spouse to know that, you know, Hey, I'm not going, I'm not just going to walk around here. And like, we didn't even have the conversation at all. You know, I'm just going to still be sensitive to that until we do have the conversation because it's definitely needed. You definitely need to have that conversation. So that's me. I'm an old PC. So I'm slow when it comes down to the processing of that information. It just takes me a while to gather all my thoughts and make sure I'm not leaving anything out. You know, it's it's like 95% that and 5%. I just don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> at that time, just to be honest. Right. 95% I got to process. The other 5% is just, can we go to bed? Right. We have talked about this. Enough. Right. And, <laughs> and that's the thing too, is that as, as he so eloquently said, is that, that's not the time to now say, oh, now we can be intimate, but we haven't worked out. Right. There's an elephant in the room. There's a topic that we didn't clear up. And and we just think that, oh, we don't have to talk about that, but we want to be intimate. That's unfair to the other person. So we have to be careful about that, too, because mm-hmm. you want to honor your spouse. You want to honor um you want to honor their feelings. Yeah. No one ever wants to be be made to feel as if their feelings don't matter, their thoughts don't matter, they're insignificant. So we want to make sure that you are being sensitive to your to your spouse and talking about how you guys engage in um, when there's a disagreement. Right. How do you deal with conflict? Because conflict can be healthy. It does not have to be um, I'm on one side and you're on the other. Right. It does not have to be. Everybody, everybody can win in conflict. And that's the purpose. That's the purpose. No one has to be right or wrong. Both of us just need to make sure at the end of the day that we're both winning. If somebody loses, then we both lose. That's the that's the end of it all. And also, you just don't want to go in it. You don't want to have the attitude of having to win the argument. You know, that's like so you, good. You don't want to, if that's your mindset, you know, when you have in these disagreements and that's, you're already starting off wrong. If you're trying, if you're trying to chalk up W's, you know, you don't want to take an L, <laughs> you know, you are already starting off wrong in the beginning. So um, you don't want to come in with the attitude. You just want to come in with the attitude of let's just resolve what what's going on and let's do it the best way possible the, with the least amount of, you know, arguing or whatever. Cause at the end of the day, you know, like I tell my daughters, just because you raise your voice <laughs> don't mean that you're right. You're just saying what you're saying very loud. You're just stating your fact loudly. Right. You know, so uh, and that's another way to fight fair. You want to, uh, and, you, and you don't want to resort to uh, name calling, you know, and, and just being dirty and trying to hurt people. You know, when you try to hurt your spouse, I mean, you really have to question your motives and, and really your love. You know, because love is not like that. Love doesn't hurt. Love is patient. Love is kind. We know what the word says. You know, love does not boast. Love does not hurt. You know, uh, you're not doing it on purpose. You're not just trying to come out and yell and trying to, you know, dig into somebody's flesh. Right. You know, um, right. when you're having that disagreement, just so you can get your point across. Right. That's right. not going to work because that's only going to make the situation worse. That's good. You know, as he was talking, I was thinking about another element of fighting fair. Um, there needs to be 
there needs to be some things that are completely off limits. Right. There are some things that are off limits and should be off limits between uh, a husband and a wife. Um, as we're talking about love, you know, you, you shouldn't be name calling, calling each other out, out of their name. You, you, that, that's, that's off limits, right? Off limits. Language, um, you're grown. You ought to be able to speak as a grown adult. Your vocabulary ought to be expansive enough where you can communicate mm -hmm. without resorting to um, little jabs, um, sarcasm, name calling, low blows, um, you know, because none of that, none of that mm. at the end of the day adds wealth to your marriage. Right. None of that benefits your marriage at all. And it's very hard to undo those things and the hurt and the pain and the uh, uh, effects of that. And um, Danielle, please make sure we have helped you in your question and in your scenario. If you have a follow-up, right. please follow up. Um, everybody, you can ask any questions you want. We're here to, to answer because we know this is one of the biggest topics. That's why we're, we're trying to do everything. We're on live everywhere we're mm -hmm. every, because everybody needs to be talking about this. We know behind closed doors and in, in the comfort of your home and in your bedrooms, there's some stuff going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's some stuff going down and you would think it was <laughs> World War Three, you know, and no one's talking about it. No one's being real about it. Um, and so we want to make sure that we give you some tools and some tips because you don't have to live there. You don't have to exist there. There is a way that you can fight fair. So there are some things that need to be off limits and it should not be within you to do it. It should not be within you. If if there's that that level of, of nastiness and meanness um, and that, le I'm still listening. That's right. <laughs> that level of nastiness and meanness in you, I invite you to allow the Lord to dig you out and to deal with that, to deal with that, because you should not have that level of vitriol um, and malice inside of you anyway for anyone. But you say that we are in covenant relationship with one another. Right. And I want to use my mouth to call you some of the nastiest words and names and, and think it's okay. And then we're going to lay in the bed together and, and be intimate together. No way. No mm. way. So there's got to be some things that are off limits um, be when you're in, 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 in an argument and a discussion. We just got to be grownups. Right. And you shouldn't, I mean, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be trying to, because you can always come back and apologize, but that shouldn't be the goal. You know, you shouldn't do all that stuff, then have to come back. You know, how many times are you going to do that? How many times are you going to come back and say, you know what, I'm sorry. I, ain't, I didn't mean to say that. You only you can only say that a few times before it runs out of steam and it doesn't have any meaning anymore. Right. You know, that's like somebody in a, an abusive relationship. Forgive me for that. But, you know, every time a man strikes the woman, he comes back and apologizes and says, I'm sorry, I love you. I didn't mean to do that. I don't know what got into me. That's the first time. Mm -hmm. It happens the second time, the third time, fourth time. You know, you become numb to it. Like, how many times you going to come back and say you didn't mean to do it? You know, because when you were doing it, it felt like you meant to do it. You know, that's, what, that's what I do know. So, you know, when you're having that conversation you, and you're arguing, you fussing and cussing, I'm sure the person you cussing out think that, man, you really mean this stuff because it sounds like and it feels like you mean it. You know, uh, you can't push me off a bridge, you know, and then say, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to push you that hard. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> if I survive, <laughs> you know, you can't come back. Cause I ain't mean to push that. I ain't know you're going to fall. You know, it's best just to not do that. So, but I tell you what, some tips, right? If you want to do, you know, it, especially if you have a problem listening, if you have a problem holding your tongue until your, your spouse or your partner is done talking, maybe y'all should practice some exercises where like they do with the, you know, in classrooms, let the person hold, hold something. You know, whoever's holding the talk stick or talk book, whatever, stuffed animal, cookie, I don't know, anything. You know, that person has the floor when they're holding that object. And then once they're done, they'll give you the object or you'll take the object and now it's your turn. And that person has to listen to, to you until you give the object up. You know, try things mm-hmm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. because you want to listen. You want to hear everything. You want to listen before you answer and you don't want to be thinking of your answer while you're trying to listen because you're going to you're going to miss something. You yeah. can't do both. How many times have you heard this? That's not what I said. Right. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Something's wrong in the communication. Right. Some some the the the, the deliverer is not uh communicating well, the receiver is not hearing well. So you know, you don't want to, you know, th- those are things that you have to cultivate and master in your marriage, yeah. in your marriage. So if someone's saying something, it's okay. Even in communication, they teach you to repeat. Right. Okay. So if I heard you correctly, you're saying that you don't like when I eat all the leftovers and don't leave you anything or at least reach out to you to find out if you're going to eat or not. Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> That's what you're saying. (laughs) So, you know, repeating is good, you know, and when you do that, you do it sincerely instead of, oh, so you just, you just mad because I'm eating all, 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 all the, uh, all the food. Like I'm a pig or something. I'm a hog or something. You ain't eating nothing. That's what you're saying. You starving. Oh, okay. Then I just won't eat nothing in the house. Then I just won't eat nothing. Right. I'll starve. Why do we go there? <laughs> Why? Why do we go there? And I know I'm telling the truth. You are. That is so unnecessary and ugly. It is extreme and it is immature. Mm-hmm. It's immature. Listen, and this is key. Hey, Peggy. This one Peggy and Jack. What's what up? What's up, up? This is key right here. This is key. Just because you think is insignificant does not mean that it is insignificant. It has to be insignificant to your spouse. Amen. Come on here. Yeah. Come on here. We got two brains, two brains, <laughs> two hearts, two different people right. who are bringing different backgrounds, different life experiences, different lenses that they see the world through. Yeah. Do not treat something as insignificant because it seems insignificant to you. Yes. That is the best way to minimize. He said all the hog mugs. <laughs> Derek, put the hog mugs down. Yes. Put the hog mugs down. So it is, uh, it is, it's not right to treat them. As, oh, you mad about that? Right. <laughs> that's simple. That's stupid. That's, that's stupid. I, I, again, you're married to this person. You are charged to build this person up. You are charged to undergird this person. You are charged to support this person. Mm-hmm. None of that sounds like support to me. None of it. None of it. And I'm guilty of that because we're we're on two extremes. 
you know, I'm, I'm extremely laid back on a lot of stuff and she's not that laid back on a lot of stuff. And, um, he said that so nicely. Um, not laid back. And so there's plenty of times where I'm like, really? <laughs> you, you upset about that? That bothered you? You know, because to me, I'm like, hey, it's not a big deal. But I have to remember, I, I'm not, it's not me that, that it happened to. It's her, you know, and she has her own, like she said, she has her own feelings, her own emotions. So she feels I'm not super feels, sensitive, y'all. You know, so, uh, she's, right? no, she's not. She's okay. not. But, you know, there are things that happen. And I'm all, I, I do that a lot. I do. I do. I, and I, I'm getting better. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's taken 21 years for me to get better. <laughs> I have, I still, I still do it. That's the funny thing. He's like, it's, you know, it's still times I'm like, um, so that it really, that's it. And, um. you know, sometimes <laughs> it could be me. I could be tripping, but it's all in how the other person helps me get there mm-hmm. or get out of it. You know, um, oh babe, I didn't mean to, um, make you feel that way about it. That wasn't my intention at all. Just explain, you know, and say, I'm sorry you felt that way you know, I apologize. You know, um, I was just, you know, kidding or making a joke, you know, but, and that's another thing. Don't try to use comedy or sarcasm and to say what you're really trying to say to the person and then want to play it to the left. That's not a good thing. Man up. If you're going to say it, say it at the end of the day. That's it. Just say it. Don't try to, don't try to mask it with a joke or sarcasm. Just go ahead and just say it. And get it out of the way because at the end of the day, the person's probably going to take it that way, regardless. So you might as well just say it. Right. Instead of saying, oh, I was just messing around. I was playing. No, you you probably wasn't. Right. You really think that way. You really mm-hmm. meant that. And so, um, and it's amazing when you have these discussions and you're able to have um, good, you're able to fight fair. You'll be amazed at how it propels your marriage. Right. You'll be you will be amazed at how it catapults your marriage, how it how it uh, uh, pushes your 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 communication with each other. You'll be amazed when you spend time doing the hard work mm-hmm. and not playing in the playpen like little kids swatting at each other, um, trying to beat each other down <laughs> and not learning and growing together. Right. You know, and remember, it's two people that the Lord has declared are one. <laughs> right. We got to get there. We do. We, that's our goal. That's our goal to be <laughs> one, to be one. And so we continue every day to try to to do that. So what have we said thus far? Fighting fair, um, um, not uh, not having low blows or having things that are, you have to have things that are off limits. Mm-hmm. Right? right. What what else have we said? Um, not holding on to uh, and bringing up stuff that's irrelevant to the current conversation. Right. 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 You know, right. And listening. Right. Listening with the intent to hear and understand, not to develop and, and come up with a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know, and we also said, get to know each other and how you deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. What's the personality? Does somebody need more time? Does someone, you know, want to want to, um, you know, say it right now and hash it out right now? Um, and then if if need be, you need to both agree on a time when you can come back. OK, I'm going to take a walk. I'm, when I come back, we can talk about I need to clear my head. I'm I, I'm not leaving. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I just need to clear my head and get my thoughts together. And then when I come back, you know, you guys let us know if we're helping you. We need some feedback. We know yes, we have please. some viewers on. Feedback. Um, also, when you fight fair, um, the making up is great. Just wait, wait, wait. Don't go there yet. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait. I have another one before the making up, okay? Amazing. Thanks. Okay, so um, don't throw around the divorce word all the time. Oh, my gosh. Leave already. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, get tired, you get tired of hearing it. Not, okay. not, not, that's not us, but no. I'm just saying in Mm-mm. general. No. You just, I, I get tired of hearing people saying it. So I know that if it was in my situation, I'd be like, okay, when, when is it happening? You know what? <laughs> don't do that. Don't throw right. that out as a weapon and then put it out, yank it back, put it out, yank it back. That is not of God. That is not God's intention. And God hates divorce. God hates what divorce does to people. He does not hate people who divorce. He hates what divorce does to people. Um, read these stuff. And so, um, not allowing you here. So, um, so please make sure that you are not using that as a as a catch-all to pin the other person against the wall, to catch them off guard, to um, force them to uh, acquiesce or to bend to what you want. You know, don't do that because after a, a little while, that person may take you up on that offer and you didn't even mean it anyway. You know, and why waste your time with that? You know, don't do that. Don't do that. I, I want a divorce. Every time you turn around, you can't discuss anything. I want a divorce. You, no. <laughs> No, right. you need to say, I want deliverance. Say right. that. Right. I, I I want deliverance. Right. You know, I, I, I need to call the pastor because I need hands laid on me. <laughs> call the elders. They lay hands on you. You will you will be healed. You know, you know, it, it's, it's the simple, small things that we don't grow out of that makes marriage miserable. It makes it miserable. You know, we have to stay away from these things. And so, ladies, if that's you, I'm telling you right now, get it out of your vocabulary because you're going to fight for this marriage. You're going to fight for what God has given you. You're going to go to counseling. You're going to talk to your pastor. You're going to go and and, and go before the Lord. Stop throwing out divorce like you handing out mints in church. Okay, because that is aggravating and it. Chips away at your marriage. It chips away at your marriage. What did D say? That's good. So this is our last question that we're going to get off for tonight. Oh, man. It says, uh, when should a spouse get over something so that less rehashing can occur? Derek, I believe, uh, Hmm. first of all, it's a great question. Yes. But I believe that there is no right answer for that. You have that. That's specific to your relationship. So you should probably set a time limit on, okay, if that person, if that's what, that's how they are. If they don't want to handle it right then, then you set a time frame and say, okay, look, 24 hours, 48 hours, whatever it is, that's how long you, that's how long you have to get that together. That's how long you have to get your thoughts together, to get yourself together, to collect your thoughts, to collect your emotions and your feelings mm. so that we can handle this. Mm. So that, like you said, it, it can't happen because it can happen within that time frame again, most, you know, sometimes. So mm. you have to give that. That's something that you want to do in your own relationship. You want to mm. set that time limit, you know, for that. So because there is no right. There's really no right answer for that. And this is where we might not see things the same. Because it sometimes it depends on 
what the um sometimes it depends on what the uh offense is um unfortunately we deal with a lot of infidelity and so Infidelity, first of all, let me say infidelity or inappropriateness does not automatically mean that your marriage is doomed to fail. Right. You can you can work through it. You can work through it with God's help, with humility, with prayer, uh, with work. You can get through it. Let me say that. But there's a lot of work that has to be done. First of all, that is a betrayal that's very deep. It's a betrayal that's very deep. So if I'm the one, let's just use a scenario. I'm the one who did something inappropriate with someone of the opposite sex. Maybe we were texting and it wasn't appropriate and all this. And then my husband found out and he's heard and, you know, but we want to stay, stay together. We want to fix the marriage. We have to come up together with a plan on how this is going to be going to be resolved. And guess what? My main focus is to make my husband comfortable again. My main focus is to build up his trust in me again. And I now don't have the right to say, oh, well, you should be over it by now. That happened last week. You should be over it. You should be over it. That's easy for me to say because it didn't happen to me. I'm not the one that's still bleeding. I'm not the one that's still having the scab coming on my heart. But what is my responsibility is to do all that I can mm -hmm. to reassure my husband that he does not have to worry about that same uh, action or that same behavior from me. If that means that, you know, he's got to check my phone, you know, hey, check my phone. You know, this is this is my fault. You want you. I can't tell him, but you got to take my word for it. No, he's been taking my word for it. He was taking my word for it, you know. So, you know, you, you have to do all that you can to build up the trust and rebuild what you tore down. So I think it depends on the offense. And, and if this person, and you don't know what scab you've just torn in. You don't know where you, what issue you might've just hit. You don't know where that might take that person back to, you know. Um, you know, if you go too far and, and lash out and, and hit your, your spouse uh, again, I don't condone any of it at all, at all, but you have to deal with what's going on between the two of you, you know, so you, you know, you, you have to make sure that, okay, if, if you got to go to therapy then go to therapy, you know, um, whatever you have to do, if that means that, you know, I have to cut off the relationship with that person that I was texting, I have to do that. I can't now say, oh, well, you know, no, I, I, you know, I don't know if I can, well, no, we just, no, no, no. This is my covenant partner. So we have to be sure that we're doing all that we can. If I do that, I, I can't be hiding my phone afterwards when I come home and turning it upside down and, and keeping it in my pocket and, and all that and expect my husband to feel comfortable and then tell him you should be over it. Uh, no, are you over it? Are you, are you doing what you're supposed to do? By the way, keep your hands to yourself. Amen. I knew, I knew something in was jumping. That's I knew another, that. That's just another fight and fair thing. Uh, oh, that's so good. Just keep your hands to yourself. Just, I mean, mm -hmm. talk. If you can't talk, then you just need to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, take some time away to get some air or whatever, but just, and that's for the males and the females. Mm -hmm. Keep your hands to yourself because I tell you what I, this is what I tell my daughters. 
don't ever leave it up to someone else to have restraint. You know, if you hit somebody, if you hit a guy, now you now you have to pray that he have enough character and enough things, you know, enough in him to restrain himself from hitting you back because you're not going to like that. You know, uh, so the best way to probably stop that from happening is just to keep your hands to yourself. Amen. Everybody. 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 I love y'all. We love y'all too. And um, this is so good. We may yeah. have to do um, a part two because I'm sure there's more. Um, we're so thankful to you guys being on. Thank you for all the good questions, yeah. all the good interaction. Um, for those of you on Facebook, just give, just give us a couple of hearts. We want to see some hearts come across the screen. Give us some. Come on now. And, <laughs> show me and, some love. Show me some love. I'm sorry. He's on live, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm on empty. And <laughs> so we are going to, um, you know, bring this to a close. Yeah. But maybe if the Lord so says, we may have a part two. We do want to invite you guys to interact with us on the page. We know it's new, but maybe you might have some follow up questions that would help us with uh part two maybe you have some follow-up um you know uh discussion or something that will help out mm -hmm. um cash we thank you so much d for being on with yes, us sir. on instagram and um again we invite you to um give us some feedback share share this yeah. all, with all your married friends come on that you guys are talking to them they got you on the phone they're telling you about this and that share the page Share this broadcast, mm -hmm. share the podcast, share it all. We all want to win. And so we want everyone to be able to hear these good tips and to see how we can grow together. Right. At the end of the day, some of us just need to grow up. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right. We're going to pray out. Yes, we are. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Come on. I'm praying? Yes. Oh, I get to pray. Amen. <laughs> yes. Father, we thank you and we love you tonight, God. And thank we you, honor Lord. you for who you are, God. Thank you for those who are listening, God, those married, God, those who are single, God, those who are in relationship, those who are dating, those who are engaged, God. Yes, we just Lord. thank you for all relationships right now, Father God. And Father, we just pray that you continue to keep your hands on their relationships right now. Yes, Father. Jesus, God. Father, tonight as we continue to learn how to fight fair, God. Continue to have us to grow in that area, Father, and grow in the areas where we need to grow, Father God, whether it's communication, whether it's listening, God, whether it's um, having the right things to say, God, keeping our hands to ourselves, Father God, whatever it is, God, yes, we Lord. just pray right now in the name of Jesus that you touch us and, Father God, you allow us to keep growing, God. And, Father, we keep you first in everything that we do, God, and we keep you first in our relationship, Father God. We know that at the end, we will win, Father God. So we love you, we thank you, and we praise you, and cover everyone on tonight, Father God. Allow us to have a wonderful rest in your presence, God. Yes, Lord. We honor and we thank you, God. We love you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And remember, we want you to win. We want you to win. We want you to win. <laughs> All right? All right. All right, y'all. All right. Good night. Good night. Well, I don't know how to finish the end. Yes. <laughs>